This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at messy.fm. Hey everyone, Arrow back again. Sorry it's been so long. It's been a uh, heck of a couple months. I've been sick on and off. My son's been sick on and off. Finally back health-wise to where I should be. Still have the thyroid nodule and it's still a little bit of a pain, but finally back on track. I know it's been a while. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had safe travels if you had to go out of town. hope everybody has a great Christmas coming up and New Year. It means a lot that you all have been messaging me, asking me where the podcast has been. I haven't forgot about it. I haven't forgot about the stream. I have literally been waiting on a part for my PC for like, I would say over five weeks now. Amazon got it wrong twice. I paid for it. And it never showed up. They said it was on back order. And then they told me that they would send it that next day. Got the wrong part. Took two two different tries to finally get the right part in. But that's where I've been. I have been trying to work on some stuff behind the scenes. I finally set up our store where... All the proceeds will be going to different charities. Every quarter, I plan to take what money we've made from the uh, store and putting it directly into a charity. My first charity, I will be letting you all choose. I posted on Facebook, and it's pretty much up to you all who we go with. I think I'll let three or four people name someone and then we'll do a pretty large uh, or pretty decent uh, voting maybe two weeks and whichever one gets the most we'll, uh, that'll be the choice that we go with uh, stream schedule three days a week and then podcast on Saturdays Podcast should drop somewhere after 3.30 on Saturdays. Stream should be sometime after 4 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sunday, uh, we'll be using the Facebook page to do a poll to see what games you all like, what you want to see. Also, we'll be trying to do spoiler free reviews or spoiler free news Um, we have the big crisis event coming on the Arrowverse next week should be insane and depressing at the same time because it's Arrow's last season Uh, we'll we'll get started with the review Pokemon Sword and Shield as you all know Pokemon is my favorite game, has been, always will be. 
I'll be a little bit more brutal on this review than I will other games. It was uh, pretty sad when the Pokedex news came out that they were going to shorthand this game's Pokedex, limit you to 400 Pokemon. A couple new Pokemon, not as great as I thought it was going to be on the new designs. There are some strong ones, yes, but the overall design on some of the new ones were pretty garbage. Uh, A lot of bug Pokemon in this game. If I had to say what I wanted more of, it would be more Pokemon. The story was very weak in this game. The story felt like it was non-existent until you got past the 8th gym leader. And then there was maybe a 20 minute segment. And then there was a 30 minute segment in post game after you beat the makeshift Elite Four. It was pretty garbage story overall. I mean, I really couldn't follow it. It... Pokemon is a game that I've always loved the story and always could play through the game multiple times story-wise. This is not a game that I feel I could play through multiple times story-wise. Shiny hunting is another huge thing that I've always loved doing on Pokemon games. This one really... The shiny hunting method is just garbage. You have to battle the Pokemon that you're wanting to shiny hunt. 500 times, you have to knock it out or catch it 500 times, and then you have to continue to do that as many times as it takes after that, plus the shiny charm to have your highest chance of finding a shiny. It used to be easier. It also used to be more complex on Pokemon Diamond Pearl, but... This game just feels like they threw something together to tie us off for next year because I'm assuming we're going to get a remake of Diamond and Pearl. The Pokedex is too small for a game that has no story. I know Pokemon Lies or Game Freak Lies was trending on Twitter for a while because they said that they created all new sprites for this generation's game. Uh... I see why people are calling BS on that because, I mean, looking at it, none of of the Pokemon that they brought back look any different than they used to. And it's, it's pretty, pretty obvious. It's pretty depressing as well because, again, Pokemon is, I mean, my childhood favorite game. But the upside... The Battle Tower, I've enjoyed the Battle Tower, which is something I'm surprised about. Uh, I have a friend, Josh, that has taught me along the way more competitive battling. I think I've actually done pretty decent. Gengar returned, thankfully. Uh, was All in all, I enjoyed the game playing through, but it really was just not that great of a... A Pokemon game to the franchise. A lot of new stuff I liked. The uh, raids are probably the highlight of the game for me. The raids you can start early on. I believe right after the first gym. I think it might be the second gym. But um, me and my friend 
Stormlock have been doing raids several hours. Uh, the rewards from raids are very, very worth it. The game overall, I would give it probably a 7.5 out of 10 still because it's Pokemon. It's They haven't changed the theme of Pokemon. Uh, it's still Pokemon either way, but they could have made this game so much better. I would even go as low as 6 on the rating, but the raids, uh, the, the starters, I did not like the the sword and shield box art legends the the third legend was not that great i do see a lot of room for improvement if this is what we're expecting for the next game coming out and i'm assuming it's coming this year because this game was way too short for there not to be another game already ready i mean yes it was an entire new region that was beautiful but all in all, this game was uh, very weak. We'll start talking about some movies coming. We got Jumanji 2 coming December 13th and Star Wars the following week. I will be doing reviews on both of those. Uh, Jumanji, I love the last one. The next one's called Next Level. It looks hilarious with Danny DeVito uh, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart just have a great chemistry together and Jack Black in the last one was one of the funniest playing the the blonde girl I'm looking forward to that Star Wars it could be hit or miss for me um, I feel like they regret releasing the Mandalorian now the time they did leading into this last Star Wars movie it could hurt them a lot more than it could help them um, I know some of the stuff that leaked really pissed off fans but we'll see again it'll be a spoiler free review coming within the next three or four weeks um, back to the Mandalorian it has been amazing Baby Yoda's been trending for a while, and everybody loves him. Uh, Pedro Pascal is a hell of an actor. I expected it to be great whenever I saw he was going to be the lead. The last episode featured Gina Carano. She's a hell of an actress. She's a hell of a fighter, and they just did a great job leading her character in, and making you want to see her more. I don't really want to spoil anything until everybody can see this episode, so I won't talk about her anymore. But just the way they've written Baby Yoda with the Mandalorian, with Pedro Pascal's character, it has been great so far. I I mean, the show's a 10 out of 10 right now. John Favreau is a heck of a director. Love seeing his work, and I just, I can't recommend that show anymore. That's a lot of the reason why people have Disney Plus right now. Me, personally, I have it for my son and myself for all the old shows that I watched growing up. And 
The Mandalorian is definitely a reason to get it. It's very reasonably priced. If you have Verizon and you have an unlimited plan, you can get a year free right now. Uh, if that promo might be ending soon, but that is a great, great TV show. It feels like Star Wars. The scenery is beautiful. The designs are beautiful. The characters are awesome. The Mandalorian armor, awesome. The first episode already leads you in. And I can't recommend it any more than I already have. But the Baby Yoda merchandise has been a bit of a letdown. I don't think they intended the Star Wars fans to grasp the way they did but they demanded merch Disney brought them merch as of yesterday I think it leaked and it looks terrible compared to what fans were expecting Uh, a lot of people said it looks like cheap knockoffs I I actually have intentions of going to uh, the Star Wars Galaxy uh, at Disney soon and I'm hoping they have some stuff there I'd like to get my son a baby Yoda but I'm uh, not going to get him anything that they've shown so far the next thing we'll talk about is G Fuel I've uh, recently been told to try G Fuel I'm uh, one of those people that really don't like energy drinks or anything like that and I've been Cutting my caffeine intake down, but I gotta say, G Fuel is one of the best things that I've I've been led on to in the recent couple months. It's uh, no sugar; it's sugar-free, but it does have about the same amount of caffeine as a large cup of coffee. They have several different flavors, like snow cone, grape, cherry, blueberry. Cotton candy, uh, lemonade, and I've tried about eight flavors now. Cotton candy, gummy fish, uh, blackberry, snow cone, uh, hype sauce, Lingo Berry and Battle Juice are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. I haven't tasted a terrible flavor. The only flavor I haven't liked is Lemonade because it was very, very strong. And I didn't like Battle Juice because it had a lemony and I think it was like coconutty flavor. It, I didn't like those two because of how strong they were, but the other ones have been great. Uh, there is no knockoff at the end it it feels solid all around whenever you've taken it for about four to six hours and then i haven't had any drop off on energy i've just i go back to feeling how i did beforehand and it's been uh pretty consistent all around but i recommend it they have a they had a black friday sale so they'll probably have another sale Monday for Cyber Monday or coming soon for Christmas but I uh, I purchased just one of the starter kits that you can get for I believe it's fourteen ninety nine, 
and you can get one from your favorite streamer like Dakota's, PewDiePie. Um, I got A drives. There's Phase if you like Phase. Um, Doctor Disrespects on there. I do hope they let us let us do a custom one, or eventually we can get big enough to put my logo on one because I will be drinking and promoting G Fuel, even though no sponsor. But I cannot recommend uh, another energy drink because I just I'm not a fan. But G Fuel is again sugar free. I don't know how many energy drinks are out there that could say they're sugar free. Another little sidetrack on merchandise. I did open up a Teespring store. Uh, check it out. It's just search, search Aerostorm. I will have the link in the description of this podcast episode. Uh, it's very simple for right now. We are working with multiple people on some t-shirt designs. We'd like to... Uh, eventually get more than the four options I would like around 8 to 12 for different price ranges Uh, the way it works is I create the shirt and set the price and then I pretty much get the the cost that I pretty much make whatever they don't keep from the creation cost and that money is going to go into whatever fundraiser we're doing for the quarter. I plan on doing one every quarter. Um, I plan on having hopefully a new design for each fundraiser. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor, feel free to contact me and I'll put your name or company or anything you want on the back of the shirt. We will use the back of the shirt for uh, fundraising opportunities. The main thing I would like to do is start helping mental health, cancer, or anything like that. Um, Mental health is one that I will be doing the first quarter of next year. Uh, We're probably going to do a small one for the back half of this year. I know it's already December, literally tomorrow, but I would like to uh, continue doing that. Um like to take this little segment to talk about what the future holds. Um, YouTube has been a little bit of a pain with the PC that I designed because recording on my Switch is not going to happen. Um, I've tried multiple different ways to record on the Switch or even live stream on the Switch and it just doesn't seem to have the... Uh, Quality that I'm looking for, I don't want to do anything less than perfect on my stream or podcast or anything for you all to see. Uh, I feel like I'd be wasting my time, your time, and just game time in general. And whenever there's so many other quality streamers that you could be watching, like A Drive for Pokemon, Ninja for Fortnite, any other, anyone else other than myself. And I will be going back to doing Fortnite and other games soon. I will probably be posting a poll up at the end of the day um, to let you all decide what kind of content you want to see. And also, the obviously, the Teespring, the Teespring store will be getting bigger as the months go on. 
Uh, right now we have a t-shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a hoodie, and some crew socks that have the logos on the back. I will be doing giveaways eventually. Um, we'll be giving away one of the t-shirts, uh, one of the long sleeve shirts, a hoodie, maybe a couple pins eventually. That's a little teaser to what's to come. Um, the podcast will be going either, depending on how the listeners go, we could be doing it once a week, we could be doing it once bi-weekly, and then we'll be doing spoiler-free reviews, we'll be doing game reviews, because we're gearing up for next year, there's going to be a couple games coming out early next year, uh, the new generation consoles come out next year, uh, we'll be playing more on PC than on console, but if the new gen consoles end up being decent, I could see myself being on console more. Uh, Stormluck is in college, and he will be going back and forth from house to college, so he will be playing console every so often and PC other times. Would like to get him involved in a lot more of the streams. Uh, If you're interested in being on the podcast, feel free to uh, message the page or message me personally I will give out my number if you need it um, would like to have some more people on the podcast it is difficult doing a solo podcast uh, especially whenever I'm just starting out like this again but I, I feel like I'm on a decent track right now the next thing I'd like to talk about is the crisis event for the next I believe 10 days will be three episodes and then they wait until early January to come back for the last two episodes which will be the Arrow finale and I believe the start of the Legends season. Uh, This will be hard for me. Arrow has been a huge part of my life for the last eight years. It's been... uh, Truly amazing how great Stephen Amell has made the Oliver Queen role his. So many characters that uh, I've loved over the last past eight years. The Flash has been a truly amazing addition. Uh, Just the entire Arrowverse, Arrowverse has been a great creation. The CW has done a hell of a job. At the same time, they've done a terrible job with some of the writing. But the last couple episodes of Arrow have been phenomenal. This last season has been some of the best writing they've done. Uh, Season 7, a lot of people didn't care for. The worst two seasons for me were season three and four but five six seven and eight have been great eight has been the best season i i am excited to see what they do with the spinoff uh try not to spoil it but if you haven't seen season seven you may want to skip the next like two minutes of the video or the podcast arrow is spinning off on a show about the future Flash forged about Arrow's daughter, Oliver Queen's daughter, and his son, Wild Dog's daughter, and Diggle's sons. I am excited about it. I don't know where they'll go with it, but I am looking forward to it. The 
Flash, I haven't liked this season very much. I feel like the, they're progressively getting worse each season. But the Legends of Tomorrow I'm looking forward to. Batwoman has surprisingly been a lot better than I expected. Uh, Ruby Rose is the worst acting in the show. The surrounding actors, the supporting actresses and actors are awesome. Uh, Rachel has been a hell of a hell of a acting job uh, as I forget her name uh, Alice Alice has done a heck of a job throughout this season uh, but Ruby Rose I just can't take her acting uh, she just doesn't seem like she actually even wants to be in the role it's a great show outside of her acting I know she's the lead but it's still the writing has been a lot better for this show than it has Supergirl and The Flash which brings me to Supergirl this season has sucked to me I just I've tried watching each season of Supergirl so that way I can keep up, especially with the crossovers, and I just don't care for Supergirl, being honest, and I really don't see why they keep pushing Supergirl over the Flash. I feel like if they really wanted to keep the shows that were bringing in views, I feel like Arrow could go another season over Supergirl. I feel like they should have already spun off on Tyler Hoechlin's Superman. And I feel like I read that they're going to with Superman and Lois. The other shows, Batwoman deserves another season. Uh, If they got a new Batwoman, it would be great. But as of right now, Batwoman deserves another season. Arrow could definitely go another season with the writing that they have right now. The... Flash is starting to get borderline. I I don't know what the heck they're going, but they uh, they definitely could use a a warning shot at them because it's been a very rough three years for them. Uh, next, I'd like to talk about Disney Plus. If you don't have Disney Plus, you should definitely get it. Uh, they have a couple different options. I did the. Pay for two years, get three, I think is what it is. And then I did my free year with Verizon. My son loves it. If you have a kid that loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, it has all the episodes. If you like the shows from whenever I was little, around... I was born in 94, and I watched all the shows like Even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, Wizards of Waverly Place, uh... Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Sweet Life on Deck. And I've been watching those episodes again, and it's just... It's a very nostalgic app. They have a lot of the Marvel Universe. They have a lot of the Star Wars Universe. I've been watching Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars. It's good to see Ahsoka back on my TV. I'm hoping... That they don't go with Brie Larson as Ahsoka like I've been reading for the live action. But it wouldn't surprise me if they do. Uh, I would eventually like to uh, do some events in the party room at the zoo with Disney Plus. Maybe show uh, 
couple Star Wars movies leading up to this next one or something like that in the, the near future. We'll see what I can work out with the zoo. Uh, that also leads me into Star Wars Fallen Order. I haven't got to play it yet. It is a game that my wife is probably getting me for Christmas. The reason I waited is because Pokemon Sword and Shield came out and Pokemon will always have priority game-wise for me. Um, I will be doing that on live stream. I will be doing that probably a full playthrough on live stream. I've heard it takes 12 to 16 hours to beat. And then you can do another playthrough on a harder difficulty. Or you can go look for the rest of the the uh, collectibles, which is what I'll be doing. I will play through the story and then I'll go back and look for collectibles in the next playthrough. Uh, the Stephen Amell and Ravi Amell's movie will be coming out, I believe it's the same week as Jumanji. It's called Code 8. It is, it looks like it's going to be good. It has, um, Sun Kong, I believe his name is, from, uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Uh, the producer is Robbie Amell. Steven did put some money into it. Uh, director's Jeff Chan. It comes out December 13th, which is the same day as Jumanji. I am looking forward to it. The trailer can be found on, on YouTube. It's, uh, it's interesting. It looks good. I haven't seen Robbie Amell in much lately. Um, except for whenever they were making fun of him on the uh, NFL morning show. I don't see why they were so hard on him. Um, they were making fun of him in a movie that was called The Duff. Uh, they literally were laughing at him with the way he was throwing a football. He ended up coming out on... Twitter and showing that he could actually throw a football. Uh, they were making fun of him because he was throwing a football and it looked like it hurt so bad the way he was throwing, but he was trying to keep from hitting the thousands of dollars of equipment that was in front of him to film him doing that. And some of the NFL announcers were pretty harsh making fun of him. And people on Twitter, of course, were blasting him, but both the Amel cousins look like they're... I mean, Steven's built like a brick house, and Robbie's not much smaller, but I wouldn't talk crap about either one of them, uh, especially how successful both of them have been. Uh, Robbie recently got married, I don't remember how long ago, and Steven, with Arrow and everything... I do hope that they leave room for him to come back into the Arrowverse. I'm not sure if they will with the the way it's looking right now, but we'll uh, one more segue real quick. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Johnny Depp is done. I hate to see it. They shouldn't have uh, just went off. But I know they dropped him for the Amber Heard situation and I don't blame him if it was true but there's been rumors that both are uh, both sides could potentially be in the wrong I don't know 
who to believe. It's Hollywood, so it could literally go either way. But if Amber was lying, that's awful. If she wasn't, then that's awful on Depp's side. But the uh, Pirates has been one of my favorite franchises of all time. And that it really is a role for Johnny Depp. I just watched all five. Um, Three of them are on Disney Plus right now. Two of them I own on physical copies of. Uh, But I watched all five the last two days. And I just, I miss those movies. I really would love to see Johnny back in another movie. At least one or two more with how they ended the last one. Uh, The rumor is they're looking for... I've seen three names mentioned. I've seen Karen Gillan, who I would I wouldn't mind seeing. I don't know if she could play the role as solid as Johnny, but it would be interesting to see her. I love her acting. She's in Jumanji. She's uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. She's been in a ton of stuff. She had her own TV show for a little bit that got canceled. I. Never got a chance to really watch it. I saw one episode and it really didn't make sense to me. But she was in Doctor Who, which is another TV show that I absolutely love. And I loved her. She's my second favorite companion behind Billy Piper. Uh, But she, I feel like she would do a solid job. I've seen Brie Larson mentioned. I am probably one of the most anti-Brie Larson people. Uh, You'll hear me complain about her on the podcast multiple times, would be my guess, if they keep mentioning her. Uh, The third name, I believe, was Zoe Saldana. I could see her doing an okay job. I don't see it being a uh, major franchise that they lead into, but I don't know. I've I don't feel like it would be that successful. I'm not knocking female-led movies, but I just... Johnny Depp made that role his, just like Robert Downey Jr. made Iron Man his. And it sucks that they're going to go ahead and end the franchise the way they did, but I understand the situation, and I don't blame them. Um, Uh... Big surprise for the podcast. I am going to start talking about autographs on each one. Um, If you're interested in seeing parts of my collection, I am almost finished with uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have a couple people on like five or six of the movies um, that I'm missing. I do have a close friend that's... Starting to become like family to me, Jason, who I hope to have on the podcast. I hope to have um, Laura on the podcast eventually. A couple different people that I'd like to get on here to talk about autographs. Um, I have a decent sized collection. I have hit over 1,500 autographs in my collection now. And still growing. I... Jason is in New York, and he gets, he's the person I buy. I'd say over 65, 70% of my collection has come from him. Uh, Laura is probably another 10%. 
Um, the rest would probably be the Facebook group that I'm in or me going to conventions. Uh, if you're interested on conventions, I will start doing convention reviews at the end of each of uh, my podcasts that I've been to. The first one this time will be Marble City Comic Con, which is ran by another close friend of mine. And I will post a link to his page in the, uh, the About section of this podcast. The I would like to do a giveaway uh, during the fundraisers every quarter. For an autograph, um, if you're interested in being one of the ones that would like to support that or help decide on what autograph, uh, please feel free to message me. I might be able to work something out with Laura or Jason eventually. Uh, We would have to have a decent amount of people interested. Um, Would like to do one tip every podcast for a little bit until... I run out of things that I can personally uh, give until we can get Jason or someone like Laura on on the podcast. Today's will be binders, uh, top loaders. I go on Amazon and order. They have a five-pack. I will post a link in the about as well. Um, If you go to Amazon and look up let me see. They are called. They are called the Itoya Art Portfolio Evolution 8 by 10 inch photo album book for 48 photos. You can get a pack of six for 51.85. You can't beat that price, honestly. Um, I know some people buy on eBay uh, for the Itoya folders, but. I buy a pack of six for 50 bucks, and I mean, with the way that I'm getting autographs at this time, I go through a pack of six pretty quick, because Jason and myself both getting autographs and non-stop. If you're going to put your autographs in storage, and you don't have some type of frame with without it, sunlight hitting it or direct light hitting it I would say you need to get one of these portfolios um, Jason has some boxes that I'll get uh, some information from him uh, whenever we can get him on this on the podcast but he'll have better tips but from from my point of view the way I've been collecting, Top loaders is I do not recommend. I don't recommend putting them in a frame unless you're getting them matted because they'll stick to the glass. Uh, top loaders, they're good for a little bit for a short time. Like if I go to a convention, I always carry 10 to 15 top loaders, two or three 11 by 14, the rest 8 by 10s. I mostly collect 8 by 10s. Um, I do have a, several 11 by 14s. If you're interested in seeing, I can start posting uh, collections. Like, I go by Arrow. I have the Arrowverse. I have the Marvel Universe. I have some of the DC Universe. I have some of, like, Tomb Raider. 
I have some random ones. I have some sports. I have some WWE. I have, I'm trying to think of a couple off the top of my head, and I'm running out of. I do have some Star Wars. I would like to start collecting more Star Wars, but it's that's a rabbit hole I don't know if I want to go down because I know Star Wars can get very pricey. Um, it's been another one of those that I love a lot, but I don't know if I have the money to uh, throw at some of these big Star Wars pieces. Um, my personal favorite in my collection would be the Arrow cast piece that I've I've personally done, minus maybe two or three people on it. Uh, Laura has been a huge help, thankfully. Uh, I recently added Colton to it, and that finishes it for me, unless they have somebody else that I absolutely need at a convention. I don't see me getting... I plan on getting it framed. I don't see me ever thinking about getting it signed again, but I did get unlucky at a convention. Matt Nabel, who played Ra's al Ghul, literally signed in black on the darkest part of the poster, and you could barely see it. But currently, I think I'm over 50 or 60 names. I don't remember the exact count last, but I have every villain Every part of every team member of original and the new team hero, um, a lot of the side cast, and it's just it's eight years of work on a poster, and it's finally finished. And it's probably my favorite thing in my collection because I, I mean, out of the 50 plus, I think there's only three or four people that I didn't get myself. and I live in East Tennessee, so there's not a lot of autograph opportunities like there are in New York and L.A., and it's one of the the few pieces that I'm actually proud of for myself. Um, the, the funnest part about collecting is seeing other people's collections, to be honest, uh, like seeing my friend Jason, my friend Laura, and another tip that I would say you need to get in the... The legit autograph groups. Um, I know there's a guy named Andy that runs a Star Wars group. If you're interested in Star Wars autographs, it's called Star Wars Universe, Star Wars Universe Autograph Community or something like that. And for just general, it's called Rack Real Autograph Collectors. Um, that one I can't recommend enough. Uh, that's actually completely changed the way I look at autographs. I mean, never buy on eBay unless you know 1,000% that that person's legit and even then question it. Um, Laura, who I've mentioned multiple times in this, she runs a group um, on Facebook called, I believe it is called, uh, I just forgot what her group's called, Comic-Con Attending and Comic-Con Attenders Help or something like that and I can post a link to her group in the uh, about section. She does a hell of a job running it. She doesn't let anybody dick around. There was one person one time, and she took care of it real quick. He was slacking on what he promised and was very slow getting everything out, and Laura took care of him. Uh, she will fight for the group, and that's one thing I love about the way that the groups ran. I will defend her 
10 times out of 10, she has done a hell of a job, and she's one of the most recommended people in the community. If you ever need anything signed at a convention, I would trust her with any poster that I have, including my arrow poster. Like I said, it's my most valuable piece, and I've sent it to her twice. Um, she is one of the nicest people you can deal with. I don't know anybody else I would trust other than Jason with my my stuff, like with the way I trust her. The name of her group is Rack Comic Con Attending Helpers. I'll post it in the uh, the about on this podcast. The last thing I'll do is I'll do a review on the Arrowverse or my rating. Like I said, the I ended up ending everyone with a rating, a top five. I'll I'll organize the way I think that the way I feel that the Arrowverse is right now. Arrow's number one. Uh, since the Legends hasn't started, I will not put them in the rating. Uh, to me, Batwoman's number two, Flash is number three, Supergirl's number four, and we'll leave Legends at five. Um, Arrow currently right now is the second lowest on uh, the review score for fans but for me, it's definitely number one with the way the seasons have gone so far. The Flash just feels like they're they're waiting for the show to die. I know that CW came out and said they want eight seasons. I feel like it'll hit its eight seasons, but I feel like it'll be a brutal next couple of seasons because I think they're they're two seasons behind Arrow. So they, this is season six of The Flash. I don't know what they'll do the next two seasons uh, because it's been a rough season for The Flash. Last season was not that good. Um, Batwoman has been review-bombed multiple times. I don't really see why. I feel like, again, minus Ruby Rose, the show's been pretty solid. And Legends of Tomorrow, I feel like, will be super solid again. Last season was great. This coming season, I feel like, will be solid again, especially with it coming post-crisis. Supergirl, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Superman needs his spinoff. Supergirl, I feel like it's it's hit its end. But that'll be all for that. Uh, You already know Arrow is my favorite show. I named my son Oliver because Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, has always been my favorite comic even before uh, my Comic-Con review will be Marble City Comic-Con ran by a guy named Shannon. He is one of the smartest people when it comes to conventions that I've met. I've met several showrunners. I'm pretty close with Shannon. I've actually ran one of his um, autograph stations before with a guy named Justin Kooslane who is in The Walking Dead and will be in a Marvel movie soon. Um, Very nice guy. (laughs) He was pretty laid back, especially coming from The Walking Dead. I've heard a lot of things about The Walking Dead cast at Comic-Cons. Marvel City is one of the most organized conventions that I've ever been to. There have been a lot of conventions that I just hate because of how unorganized everything was. 
Um, ticket sales are very, or ticket prices are very cheap for a convention. It's a two-day convention. Uh, he had one that took place the 16th and 17th of this month. Uh, it's not a huge convention when it comes to celebrities. It has a lot of... Uh, it's a very comic book convention. And I love that because Comic-Cons have went so far away from comic books. It's kind of sad. Uh, a lot of them lead into TV shows and movies over the comic books and Shannon's conventions are very smooth they're very easy to go to um, they do have a, a cosplay contest they have gaming uh, you can volunteer there's normally about 10 celebrities maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less a lot of uh, cosplayers um they did do a Jay and Silent Bob uh, event, but it's a very recommended convention in Knoxville. Com uh, they have a competitor called Fanboy, but I choose to go to Marble City over Fanboy um, unless I have something to do for work. But uh, I can't recommend another convention in East Tennessee uh, that's better than Marble City. Shannon is a very nice guy. He's done a hell of a job with his convention. And there will be a link in the description of this podcast if you'd like to see his. That's it for this podcast, guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for those who were pushing for me to get back into the podcast. I apologize again. I was missing the piece uh, that pretty much led me that let me record these podcasts. Um, my mic's fixed. Hopefully the quality is good enough for everybody. I do still would like to hear from you all what kind of feedback. Pretty much anything you all want to hear, anything you all want to see on stream, anything you would like to do for merch. If you want to help design one of the shirts, feel free to message me. Um, email address, everything's on the page. Thank you all for your support. It means the world to me and Stormlock. Uh, we hope you have a great Christmas. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you all. Have a good weekend and have a great week. Bye.